Are you obsessed with Los Angeles? Head over heels in love with the City of Angels? Well, this is the podcast for you. At LifeX LA, we hack the best in arts, eats, and activities in Los Angeles. So join us and become an LA hacker. Baby, baby. What's up, LA Hacker? Welcome to another episode of the Life Hacks LA podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be doing something a little different. So typically, we'll have on a local LA insider as a guest, but we're actually going to be having on an LA tourist as our guest today, someone who actually doesn't even live in Los Angeles. Um, as you can imagine with this podcast and our Instagram, we get a lot of questions from tourists about where they should go in LA. And, you know, if it's their first or second time visiting, we typically recommend all the famous Los Angeles landmarks that everyone's familiar with. But what about those people who have been to Los Angeles many, many times and they've already seen most of the most famous, um, iconic landmarks that LA has to offer? That's where today's guest comes in. Her name is Clem Lafreitas and she's a fitness instructor and a motivational speaker. And she also happens to be a good friend of mine, so I know that she's been to Los Angeles at least 15 or 20 times. And she has some really good insights on um, being an experienced tourist in LA. Uh, some of her favorite spots are definitely not on the first-timer, first-time tourist's radar. So whether you're visiting Los Angeles or you already live here and you've got people visiting you and you're kind of tired of showing them the same old thing, I think you're really going to like this episode with Clem Lafreitas as she jumps in and shows us some off the beaten path type LA spots that tourists can enjoy. And I want you to stay tuned for the end of the episode as I give you my own special tourist hack for Los Angeles. All right, guys, let's jump into this episode with Clem Lafreitas. Hey, what's going on, LA hackers? Welcome to another episode of the Life Hacks LA podcast. And today I'm here with my friend Clem Lafreitas. How you doing, Clem? Hey, LA lovers and soon to be LA lovers. I'm glad <laughs> to be on this show. All right, cool. So, Clem, the reason why I had you on is because obviously we know each other very well, and I know that you visit Los Angeles all the time. So, I've always wanted to do an episode kind of like for tourists and people visiting LA because I've noticed that people kind of do the same thing over and over again. But before we jump into that, like the experienced LA tourist, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Where are you from originally and why are you in LA or why do you visit so much? I am from Seattle, Washington, and I have been uh, visiting LA for years now. I think before you even moved here, I was coming to LA LA is kind of the fitness capital. All the trends start here and then start to migrate to the rest of the country. So I was coming here originally for um, training and fitness. I am in the fitness, can you tell, industry <laughs> by now. <laughs> um, I come here for the seminars and the workshops and all that stuff. So I was coming to California originally for that. And every time I came to visit for that purpose i would always try to find something new to do somewhere else to go and see if i'm going to come all the way down here it's not that far but when i do come i do like to uh, do and experience new things yeah and i think that's definitely true what you said about things being popular here first i remember yeah. when sushi got really popular in the u.s it was basically like la because we're <laughs> we're both from seattle uh, 
well, I'm not, you know, I lived in Seattle for many years, and I remember when sushi started getting popular there, it was already super popular in LA. Right. Same thing with yoga, meditation. Mm -hmm. Exactly. They, they make fun of LA and call it all foo foo and all that stuff, and then the rest now of it's the mainstream. Country, yeah. Like the rest it's of the part of regular going. life, but at first was, you know, viewed as a hippie or whatever, you know, like yeah. California being, you know, hippie. And then now it's just like, okay, it's part of normal everyday life but it always starts from here and I noticed when I first started coming it was because I opened the first boot camp outdoor boot camp in uh, the Puget Sound area in the area that I live in but I had to come to LA Big Bear to get the certification and the training mm -hmm. and then I was like the first outdoor boot camp for years and people would call in and ask if they could like people weren't even familiar with outdoor boot camps back then yeah they would call and say can I send my you know my teenager who is <laughs> who needs disciplinary action I'm like no and I'd have to, yeah camp, and I'd right? have to explain what we are because it was just not popular in the rest of the world yeah that's interesting because I remember uh, maybe eight to ten years ago those boot camps had taken over Los yeah. Angeles the outdoor ones right and Parks it and got beaches. to some point where they I think they banned them or made some because you know they would take over the Santa Monica Beach and they mm -hmm. would take over I remember them always going to the LACMA. I used to live right by there. And there's this beautiful outdoor park at the Los Angeles County Museum. And those fitness things just start. There's like too many boot camps going on. <laughs> yeah, you know? now, now you have to have permits. Before you could just go to a park and bring your people. And How did that work in Seattle, though? Because it's raining all the time. Oh, and it was snowing. Cold. We, we still did it. Like oh, 5 a.m. or something? Right, yeah, you would have to find a... A, a school or a park with cover but normally we're, we're just outside 5 a.m. in the dark cold yeah and even spread to Canada like Canada and I, I would think how would you do it in Canada when it's snowing but it just became so popular it was the thing to do Wow, I never even thought about that like um, it got popular in LA first I guess then yeah it did yeah okay so we're gonna talk a lot more about the fitness aspect of it because you know like you said you're in the fitness industry but Besides those fitness reasons you gave, what are some of the other reasons in general why you like to visit Los Angeles well, so much? Well, my family is here. Yeah, you, okay. my brother. Before you moved here was your brother, John. John was here and, and Mary was here. So we, I came a lot for family and business together. So that's nice. And I come here for the holidays, mostly for Thanksgiving and when there's weddings and graduations and stuff like that. So we're here kind of like almost at least once a year. Or twice a year yeah this year has we made it about three times in a year span <laughs> and the weather doesn't hurt either right the when you want to get a break from although it seems like it rains every time you come here no <laughs> not every time I just got my Facebook notification four years ago when we came I was wearing leg warmers in my in my north it was funny one time when you lived downtown and um, you said this is what Californians look like. This is what they think winter is. And they're wearing Uggs yeah. and their North Face parkas. I'm like, seriously, it's and not 40 cold. Weather. 40 here. or 50 degree it weather. It is not cold, but it's stylish to wear your Uggs, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so like you said, you've been here so often and you've already hit up most of the famous yeah. LA landmarks like the Hollywood sign and. Um, we did. And, I love and the that. Griffith Park Observatory mm -hmm. and all that. So, what's what's your favorite out of the? Later on, we're going to jump into like off the beaten path tourist stuff. But out of the famous ones, like the Hollywood Sign, Hollywood Walk of Fame, Santa Monica Pier, what what are some of your favorite ones? Ones of those, the well known ones. I think my 
favorite is probably oh gosh I don't have a big favorite I love them all equally <laughs> okay well let's just talk about a few of them then like, I mean I mean the, I know you love hiking so yes what's, what's... I did really enjoy um, hiking by the sign by yeah. the Hollywood sign that's and definitely a bucket list that is totally and you know because when you think of well, coming from Seattle our mountains are like real mountains. They're huge and you can't go all year round because of the snow. Um, mm -hmm. But here you can hike all year round. You're not gonna run into snow cap danger or anything. Um, it's not as high, but the views are great, right? Yeah, well, I don't wanna brag or anything, but we actually do have the mountain ones too. <laughs> So I just don't the, go that far. So, so the urban ones, you're talking about like the Hollywood Hills and the Hollywood sign. And Have you been to Runyon Canyon? Yeah, yeah uh -huh, so we did that. Those are super convenient because they're right in the city. They're and, so And like close. you said, they're not, they're accessible. They're not up high. But you, we do have the ones you're talking about in I the I can mountains. see them from, yeah. from here. but Yeah, there's a lot of great ones. I just haven't well. been to those. Because, you know, when you fly in, you kind of want to do all, there's so much to do in a small amount of space. I mean, like. When you come into LA, there's a lot to do in between. Like I do a lot of my, one of my favorite things to do in LA is eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say that, but it is one of my like top things. I kind of plan where I'm going to go because of the food I want to try. And I follow a lot of people on Instagram. Um, the great thing about LA and the eating scene here is that everybody, Okay, like I travel a lot for bodybuilding and they in small podunk cities all mm -hmm. around the country. But for LA, these like when you're going to an Italian restaurant or you're going to Vietnamese restaurant like we went last night, these are authentic people from yeah. Vietnam <laughs> who are cooking my food. So it's like real it's it's like going to their country and actually tasting what it's supposed to taste like that's not Americanized or or watered down for you know what they think yeah definitely. it's supposed to vietnam is supposed to be like but it's actual vietnamese food yeah even coming from seattle um this is a good example is mexican food right something as now. ubiquitous as that <laughs> i always thought of a taco as um kind of like the taco bell version where they pour sour cream on it yeah. and they have all this lettuce and cheese and then they put the meat in there and I came here, and, the, and I, I always thought, what is such the big deal about tacos? I don't think they're that great. And then I came to LA, and I realized I was eat, I wasn't eating a real taco. Like yeah. their taco is very simple. It's right. authentic, you know. It's just onion, cilantro, the meat choice, and and on a uh, on a taco shell, you know. Like sushi, you would think that we would have good sushi choices because we have a lot of Asians in Seattle. But then there's a lot of I call it Americanized sushi with the with the cream cheese and the creaminess yeah. and like sushi is supposed to be like super clean not clean but like um pure like japanese style yeah mm -hmm. like japanese style it's not over pretentious and they don't add a whole lot of fluff and you know well we definitely have those it. americanized version ones too i know what you're talking about but, but it's but easy to find yeah, authentic japanese find restaurant here yeah i mean you can go to koreatown if you want real korean food little tokyo for real japanese food um yeah so and that's the cool thing about la is you turn a corner and you're in another country yeah exactly <laughs> you're in another country they have a little everything yeah a little, a little cambodia Brazil, a little tokyo yeah. a little Brazil, yeah <laughs> I don't think we have that many Brazilian restaurants or South American restaurants of that variety 
in other parts of the country. Yeah, I'd say New York and LA definitely uh, right. set themselves apart as far as variety and authentic. Because you like in other parts of the country, you know, Japanese, you know, Chinese, you know, Italian, and you know, Mexican. Mm. But in and then other people will think, well, all of South America is Mexico. Yeah, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> there's Peruvian food. There's Brazilian food. There's Argentinian food, and they're not all familiar of. The differences yeah. were just like, oh, Mexican food. Exactly, yeah. The list goes on and on. Yeah. But so we talked a little bit about the the major landmark places that people go to, you know, the Hollywood sign, yeah. uh, Santa Monica Pier and stuff. But what are some places you've discovered since you've been here so often that you love but aren't really talked about? They're not up there with Griffith Park Observatory and oh. just some LA places that you like to, you, you make sure you visit every time you come or... Yeah, okay, so... This is how I usually do Thanksgiving is when it's not raining and it normally doesn't rain. But when it doesn't rain, I on Thanksgiving Day, I go down to Palos Verdes and I watch the surfers and I, you know, I'm in shock because people surf when it's not summer yeah. <laughs> and they're t like the whole like as far as I can see, there's like so many people out there on the water and the beach there's not a lot of people on the mm -hmm. beach and i've been and i come um i tend to come a lot in the winter time i've yeah. been here several like many times in the summer but i'll go do the things that people here who are local will think it's too cold and they don't go to the beach so i really like going to the beach when um no one's out there <laughs> yeah yeah and the only people who are at the beach are the like hardcore surfers and i just love watching them and love their passion and dedication to the sport and and just it's so serene and there's not a lot of chaos going around around me so i get to meditate on the beach and just find that inner peace and that calm and but palos Verdes is great because there's a big hill that goes down so i get to walk up and down it yeah. and they've got um, great places to work out and do my squat jumps and <laughs> and push-ups and all that stuff but um, I like Palos Verdes I also like the uh, Santa Monica stairs oh yeah the, those are awesome yeah and they've got such amazing views people we park in the little neighborhoods mm. and there's tons of people not a ton I don't think there's a lot of people who would use those Depends stairs on when you go yeah so if you're talking about the super popular Santa Monica stairs that um, is in Pacific Palisades. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you go on a Saturday morning oh. and it's packed. Okay, so. so I normally go on a weekday. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> why. Yeah, everyone's at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's such it's it's in a beautiful neighborhood with great great houses. So I like to daydream and walk up and down their neighborhoods, and then I do the stairs and the view. Looking across, you can see the ocean. It's just. Yeah, it's very It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's one of my favorite places to go. And I, when I travel alone here without family, it's just so much easier to do the things that I like doing. <laughs> yeah, that's a great tip, what you said about coming to the beach in the winter, because I think like you, I like to go during times when it's not so crowded. Like I live yeah. down the street from Hermosa. You go there in August and it's jam-packed, right? Mm -hmm. But you go there and- um, Like today. Yeah, we we're, went. it's November while we're recording this and we went today and you know, like you said, there's not a lot of people yeah. out there, so. I've been to Santa Monica, I believe, or no, it was Santa Monica, not Venice. And I had 
Uh, there's no one on the beach and there's no lifeguard on duty at this time because it's winter time. No one's crazy enough to go there. I had the whole beach. So I sat and I read a book on um, at the lifeguard station, which is, you know, they're all pretty blue, sky blue. And I had my pretty pink tennis shoes and it just <laughs> felt like an Instagram moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And, I, and the sky was blue and there's seagulls and the ocean air is just, it's so calming and I can be unbothered with a book for a long period of time. Just bring a scarf Yeah. and make sure your ears are covered. <laughs> Those are my favorite moments in Los Angeles is when you go to a place that's normally jam-packed with people and there's no one there and it's yeah. quiet. That, those are my favorite. There's times. a place that you showed me down in Palos Verdes where um, it, there's cliffs mm-hmm. and it's not, it's not a sandy beach. Uh, so I think what we find is a lot of people gravitate towards the sandy beaches, but Palos Verdes, there's these big, huge stones. Yeah, and somebody like really stacked rocky. up these stones and made a throne out of it. Or a, yeah, yeah. And just you just look out into the horizon for. A yeah. Long so time. what we're talking about is near Terranea Resort, and I think Palos Verdes is one of those places that it's kind of far from Los Angeles. You know? Yeah. It's, well, it's to the water and mm. up a hill, so a lot of people don't. You know, they'll go hiking in Runyon Canyon mm. or whatever if they live in West L.A. Not many take the trek all the way out here, but it's definitely worth it. Oh, so my gosh. You should do it at least um, a couple times a year because yeah. the hiking's different up here. Instead of hiking up to the view like you do in the Hollywood Hills, yeah, you're hiking down. You're, you, you park at the top, and you're already experiencing the view. Then you hike down to the beach. And there's some cute little hidden hidden caves. Yeah, yeah. That you won't definitely. see when the water's high, but when the low tide is out, there's some hidden caves, and it's just kind of cool to explore. Yeah, it's it's kind of similar to Malibu, but in my opinion, it's easier to get here than it is to get to Malibu, because Malibu is like way oh, up there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for most people. Yeah. All right, so we, you, you kind of talked about that a lot already, but um, I wanted to ask you about your perfect day in Los Angeles, because oh. a unique thing I think about you is that you've been to so many places in LA staying there like you you've stayed in West Echo LA Park. by the Grove you stayed in Echo oh, Park yeah. you used to stay in Burbank mm-hmm. now you're staying in the South Bay Area which I love um, Palos Verdes Hermosa last Beach. summer I stayed at um, at John's house for downtown. the wedding downtown, downtown by Los the Angeles that's called fabric the um, fabric district, district uh-huh. or garment district so my question is if you could just pick one perfect day in Los Angeles from waking up to going to bed, like imagine today you wake up, whichever, whichever part you're in, and just take us through like your perfect day from waking up to going to bed in in one particular area of Los Angeles. One? Okay, because when I go... Yeah, because commuting is going to ruin it, right? <laughs> I, like if you're... I do commute, though. Okay, all right, I all right. Do. You, can, you can stretch it out a little bit, but, okay. <laughs> but, but kind of do it chronologically. Like from okay. waking up, where do you go to get your coffee, have breakfast, whatever, and then Okay, I love Alfred, not because my husband's name is Alfred, but there's this <laughs> coffee shop that I found, and turns out it's popular. I thought it was just me liking this really cute one-off place, but turns out there's many Alfreds. There's this this Alfred coffee shop that I really really like. Oh, Melrose, right? No, I found it in uh, Beverly Grove. Yes. Okay, it's super super popular. Okay, that's like one of the most popular. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's like. <laughs> but again, I go on the weekday. But that's like one of the first Instagrammable <laughs> coffee shops. Okay, I had yeah. no idea. It's super cute, and I love the street art. Yeah. Everywhere, I'm like one of those. I love graffiti. I love. You know, oh my gosh, we we drove through that art district too yeah. the other night, and I'm just like, oh, there's yeah. more, there's more. Um, so I like 
take grabbing a cup of coffee and walking the streets and looking at street art and looking at through windows um, and then I would drive down to um, a beach and usually I would drive to Venice because I like just the hustle and bustle and the people working out and, yeah. and it's a little bit too crowded and then I will usually take I like the rental bikes I know they're in Venice. You mean? Yeah, and they're the mm. old school ones, like the the what are they called? All oh, those, those big beach, beach cruisers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> those cruiser. are awesome with the big tires and yeah. And then I'll find a vegan restaurant, which is everywhere. Santa Monica has a ton of those too. Is these vegan restaurants? The cool thing about um, LA is there is options for people who have dietary. Um, you know uh, restrictions mm -hmm. and I tend to veer towards veganism and there I never have a problem eating here whereas last two weeks ago I went to Italy and it's really hard being vegan in Italy yeah. <laughs> but LA it's like I have no problem just walking into anywhere and grabbing something delicious not just like oh I have to eat a salad <laughs> or, okay. um, so I'll go down the beach I'll sit people watch I do like the people watching while you're eating your vegan lunch right? well I'm having my coffee and then I'll go get a vegan lunch after I cruise down with my beach cruise <laughs> <laughs> okay. and then find a restaurant um, and I just like sitting and reading a book on the beach and that's yeah. my perfect day plus a meditation I've done that just sit and meditate for an hour and um, I feel like I don't it's hard to explain when you come from the kind of work I do where I'm totally you know business owner stressed and you have everybody's demands on you all the time um, demands and complaints and customer service and you know accounting and la 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 and then you come to a place where you just feel like you're in the moment you're yeah. not problem solving for the future. You're not, you know, yes. And that, and that place for you is the beach is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. The beach. The, it's just, and any beach. But and, and it's not like you have to say Amazon play, you know. <laughs> no, I Alexa actually play. don't take any music with me. No, what I'm saying is like, you know, if you live in Seattle, if you want to hear the oh. ocean sounds, you have right? to have Alexa play it for you, right? <laughs> That's true. It's true. I mean, we have a beach, but it's nothing like here. Yeah. The the cool thing is I feel like and my me and my husband talked about this before is the the culture here is so different in that we feel like we fit in whereas you travel anywhere else in the country and we stick out like we're active we like to do things that are more a mind body spirit connection and you go other parts of the country even Seattle is we look different from everybody else and we act different from everybody else and when we come to LA we just it feels like home like yeah. we fit in here yeah and I think that's that's something I've thought about for a while but it, it's been reinforced with this podcast when I interview people from all these different backgrounds that have come to LA is that there's definitely a place for everyone so you know you guys are super fitness oriented I think that's what you're referring to yeah there's places in Los Angeles like Venice Beach for example Abbott Kinney area where everyone's into that you know what I mean so right. you just fit right into it if it's not your thing if you're more of like a hipster person you go live in Silver Lake <laughs> yeah. or if you're more I don't know a hey, business like person it. you maybe you live downtown you know 
I just it's there's something for everybody and if you're one of everything like I'm vegan I'm a business person I'm hipster (laughs) I'm like I'm home with all my people's here yeah definitely and people are I think in general people are less judgmental because you've seen everything you know I don't feel like people are staring at me so much no whereas I get off the airplane in Seattle or I get off the airplane somewhere else and you know we're interracial couple and people are staring at us or you know that yeah. you find that here everywhere um we're in shape we're interracial we're you know whatever and you're definitely not even considered abnormal here i mean no there's so many different cultures and and different situations in yeah. los angeles i think part of that's just being a big city but then also I think part of it is the culture and history of Los Angeles. You know, it's so multicultural. And I like the trends start here. Like whenever um, I, like one time I took your brother Gary to a piloxing, uh, a little tiny, tiny gym. <laughs> and it's for piloxing and we've never heard of it before. I've never heard of that still. I don't it's, know what that is. It's a Pilates with kickboxing. Okay, I could have guessed with the, <laughs> the way those two words go together. but And we were sweaty, dripping. It was, you know, where you're wearing your gloves. And I thought, it's such a cool place to just come to a, a town where you have not heard any... You can try something you've never tried in your life or will yeah. not hear about. And then it starts here. It's definitely experimental. Yeah. Okay, so I got one for you that you can okay. take back to Seattle. It's super popular in LA right now. What is it? Goat yoga. No, we have You're, that too you guys now. Have that? Okay, yeah. okay. All right. So I guess it's been out too long. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Because <laughs> I heard about it in Los Angeles a long time ago, but it have seems to be getting yet? really popular. I'm not willing no, to do that. I, I don't want to get pooped on. Walking on my back. Yeah, <laughs> but it's cool to look at. <laughs> yeah, I think it's very, you know, Instagrammy. <laughs> but but let's go back to the question I had about your perfect day in LA. So you oh, talked yeah. about the day. What about at night? Is there is there oh. something particular you like to do at night? Like maybe go somewhere, a particular restaurant or particular area that looks beautiful at night? You know, one time, I mean, yeah. See, I'm very scenic. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm an outdoorsy type person. Um, But when I come to LA, my family likes to make me a indoorsy nightlife type person. (laughs) Oh, like take you to clubs or something? Yeah, which is cool because I don't normally do it in my normal regular life so when i come to la i get actually excited about it so even just going out the other night to that uh that new place where did we go to it's a, in the first in the world Was indoor yeah oh two bit circus yeah the uh, first in the and she you know she explained it really well this we're the yeah. first in the world it's the first <laughs> micro amusement park yeah so guys if you don't know what two bit circus is i've talked about it on my blog and on the and on instagram a few times but basically it's in the arts district and it's like this experimental, it's kind of like, uh, I don't want to compare it to David Buster's, but no, it's, it's not it, because it's like high end and it's got these games that the guy invented, uh, that you won't see anywhere else. It's, it's like part carnival, part bar, yeah. part arcade. And, and there's has, even virtual reality. Yeah. And, and there was operation room. Some for... of our family played a life-size <laughs> operation where you're like, I, I don't know. It's, it's pretty awesome. But yeah, so the that's a good example of like a cool spot <laughs> that you could go at night. Five I know years you like the now. Grove. Have you ever been to the oh, Grove I at night? I love the Grove. At no, night? I haven't been there at night. Oh, it's beautiful at night. You should go at night, especially yeah, during the pictures. Christmas season. So. That's one of my favorite. Okay. I'm telling you, I have a lot of perfect days <laughs> I can talk about. <laughs> Another perfect day would be to 
put the baby in the stroller when when Liam was little and dry or take the little stroller and go down to any cute coffee shop and yeah. then walk a while and then go to get a juice because juicing was so popular back Yeah, then. so when I first moved to Los Angeles, Clem would come to visit us and we lived couple blocks from the grove and you were like in heaven coming yeah. to stay with us because and the milk. they had Remember all these milk? milk they have milk <laughs> as this dessert shop so on her cheat day she would walk down to milk and milk is like a super instagrammable before instagram was popular dessert shop yeah and then you would walk to the grove there i think there was a whole foods you used to yep, get your juice whole from foods. Mm-hmm. that's across from the grove yeah, so you were in heaven back then. Oh, and I would just walk down and get my nails and my pedicure from this guy that you're this place that you. Uh, <laughs> it was just, I do everything, and yeah. I like traveling alone and being. You know, I have a family, but I do like coming to LA by myself, and doing all the things I like doing, which is you know. Yeah, and it's a perfect example of what we we're talking about. What you get in different areas because you used to visit us when we lived there, and you loved it. We lived in Burbank, and used to visit us there. And now we live by the beach, and you love the beach. So. Yeah, but it's it's so diverse, and yeah. there's you can't just pick one place because it's you you have everything from fitness to relaxation. There's all this meditation down here. I think even Russell Simmons has a a yoga <laughs> a yoga meditation compound somewhere. Um, it's so you you have like everything yeah that's the whole point of this episode is i wanted to bring someone on who's visited los angeles a lot because i'm not saying that people shouldn't go visit the big things like griffith park observatory those things are all spectacular i love them all i recommend them all the time you know santa monica pier i'm just saying there's more to la so if you come here multiple times don't go see the same stuff over and over again you know and and here's another tip that i think people should know is when you're driving around, you won't know what is really inside something because they all they could be in a strip mall, yeah, and it looks kind of raunchy or yucky on the outside. But when you go in, you're gonna have the most amazing food, or you find this fitness joint in a raunchy like next yeah. to Seven Eleven. Definitely, <laughs> some of the best restaurants are these hole in the walls that. Yeah. So you just have to trust Yelp and trust the people who are telling you to go there and, and exactly and go with it. <laughs> but um, yeah. So with your involvement in the um. Uh, fitness interest, uh, fitness industry. What are your favorite things in Los Angeles? You talked a little bit about the choice of healthy food, but what are your some of your favorite things to do in LA that are total fitness related? Uh, well, like I said, fitness, pretty much all the trends der- der- derived here. Mm-hmm. Like when yoga wasn't popular anywhere else, it was here first, yeah. and then you know the new things that pop up like boot camps and piloxing and so you'll actually try that when you come visit yeah i like to try look for whatever is not out there yet Mm -hmm. and then um try it here and that's how i brought um outdoor boot camps to washington because we didn't have it Mm -hmm. and that was really profitable for us for a long time and then when um fitness moved indoors because eventually then CrossFit became the in thing and the little uh, boutiques, the fitness boutiques, small box, you know, yeah. people started moving away from big box gyms like 24 Fitness and LA Fitness. People started moving away from that into small boutique gyms. Um, that became a trend that started here first and then direct. But it, 
you, it's nice to see what other people are doing and um, get a mentor or, or just watch yeah. and try it out and see if it's something that you would want to bring to your part of the world. And um, that's been always... But one of my favorite things to do here is, um, is to, besides trying out and experimenting things, is also just being in the beach area and watching other people just live healthy. Yeah, healthy just lifestyle. The lifestyle is very different and it's aspirational. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think um, people are more health focused here or fitness focused it's, i mean i don't even know if they're focused it's just a part of their yeah, extension of, life, of their yeah, life yeah. they don't even think about it not everybody but, <laughs> <laughs> but definitely more so like the beach areas and stuff yeah yeah definitely yeah and the only place like in seattle the only place that you would see that kind of like part of the extension of their life that they don't think about it would be more like green lake yeah. or you know what i mean there's not a whole lot of neighborhoods that do it but the few that do is more like Green Lake, whereas California, there's pockets of it everywhere. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, to Walk be fair, we're outside more. We yeah. have more opportunity to exercise outside. Yeah. So, so you mentioned the, the, the restaurants, the vegan options. Oh. Can you talk a little bit about some of your favorite healthy options to eat in L.A., but also some of your favorite treat or cheap oh, days? It doesn't yeah, have to be a particular restaurant, days. but even like a... <laughs> <laughs> type of food or something that you always make sure you get when you're in LA. So uh, what I normally do is I follow some uh, I follow some Instagram accounts like Veg Out LA, um, Vegan Exchange. Like this Sunday, I'm going to and it happens every Sunday from 11 to 5. I think is their winter hours. It's but, every Sunday. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, up in North Hollywood, and there's food trucks of all vegan and food stands. Nice. And they've got everything from vegan donuts <laughs> to vegan um, like Pop-Tarts. Yeah. <laughs> to be vegan fried chicken. Wow. Come on, and it looks like fried chicken. And vegan fish and chips, which is crazy. How do you do that? But they have vegan, I mean, just every, they're so creative here. And I think that's one thing I like about um, LA is they'll even experiment. Definitely. I think they're more experimental because all of the cultures are close together that or they have easy access to one another that they try so many different things and then they kind of meld together. They're more experimental. Um, I follow David. What's his name? That chef. Um, he's Dave Ramsey? No. no, that's a financial guy. The, the, the Korean, he's <laughs> oh, a Korean chef. You're talking about Choi, right? Yes. Yeah. And he's move. He's moving to L.A. And I'm like, he, he has a show on Instagram where he, uh, you know, goes. We to might the, not be talking about the right guy. I'm talking about the Cho. guy. I'm talking about the guy who is Korean, and he owns uh, he owns Koji Food Truck in Los Angeles, and he became he's what we, he's the guy who made the food truck trend yeah, popular. Yeah, him. That's oh, him. Oh, I think he lives in LA. Already. Oh, he. I thought he you was might be moving talking here. Talking about someone else. No, same guy. He has oh, okay. a food truck. <laughs> yeah. He's got like tattoos on his arms and mm -hmm. stuff. Los Angeles, he's really famous because he helped start the food truck trend, oh, and then he okay. also owns a few restaurants that are super popular here. I think his no, it's that a, guy it's was on Roy the other or David day. Choi. I don't remember. Yeah, so in the, it's cool to watch the chefs because they do learn from each other and they try different things. So you're like gonna eat something that you've not eaten anywhere else. Yeah, and I think part <laughs> of that is a you said 
the part about being experimental, but B, the restaurant industry is so competitive out mm. here, especially with like Instagram and stuff. Yeah. So there's this trend of experiential eating. So it's not just enough to have good food at a good price now. Now it's gotta be an experience. It's gotta be something yeah. you actually wanna brag to your friends about and take a picture with. <laughs> so there's a lot of pressure to bring it, you know what I mean, yeah. when it comes to food. Here. Hey, that's why I picked my coffee shop, because yeah. it's cute to sit at, has Wi-Fi, and I can take a picture of myself with my cute cup. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, so you having been here so often, um, do you have any special, you know, this is Life Hacks LA, so we love hacks. So do you have any hacks about visiting Los Angeles? It could be anything from under the radar spots, less known tips or secrets, oh. or even just visiting LA okay. in general, like stuff people don't normally know about. You, I There's one I mentioned earlier where I know this is not from LA, it's from New York, but Equinox, um, I went yeah. to that one in, was it Malibu? Mount Santa Monica. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh my gosh, the drop-in rate just for a one-day visit is astronomical. I think it was $75, whatever. Jeez. It was crazy more than what I normally spend for a drop-in rate. Yeah. But I was like, well, I'm in LA and I'm already here. I did the stairs <laughs> and I really just want to check it out and I wanted to get a lift in, you know? So I went and your brother John was like, just do it. How often, you know, just, just do it and so I did I paid the drop-in rate and the cool thing is I would they had great yoga classes they have great equipment it's kind of clubby on the inside you know yeah it's a whole scene yeah it's a scene it's a it's a young hipster scene in there but the cool thing is I was able to use my drop-in rate which was crazy high towards a massage and they had a really nice spa and and my masseuse was amazing so they didn't skimpy out on the staff they had great staff great juice bar great food and i was able to use my drop-in rate towards the spa amenities which then basically had a free day at the gym yeah with the massage so you right. basically pay for, wow that's a great that's a great yeah. little hack so if you want to get a basically free massage or, or massage and lift combined yeah. you can drop in so basically in free use of the gym and i paid for a massage which i would probably have done outside of the gym anyway yeah so yeah that's awesome all right cool it's a good hack that day <laughs> equinox go equinox all right so that's definitely a health related hack you have there yeah for uh well, you... bodybuilders and lifters <laughs> all right cool awesome clem it's so nice to have you on yeah. the podcast thanks and for having me it, yeah we love having you visit you visit all the time <laughs> It don't makes, get tired of me. Yeah, we don't because it gets me all excited about living in Los Angeles all over again, you know, because when someone comes to visit and they're like, oh, let's go do this and let's go do that. Yeah, and it's so, his opportunity to rag on me being in, from Seattle still and why yeah, haven't you moved here yet? I know, right? <laughs> but All right, so Clem, where is the best place that people can go to find out more oh, about you if you want to share find me some of your fitness? and On slayandshine.com. Uh, that is my self-care and empowerment coaching site. You're probably never going to come to Federal Washington to work out, so that's a different website. But find me on slayandshine.com. That's where I blog and have my, my own podcast. So you can find Slay and Shine podcast on anywhere you listen to podcasts. All right, cool. Thanks for being on, Clem. And we are going to go out and enjoy the rest of your 24 hours here in Los Angeles. Oh, I know you're going to drag us the around. The best churro ever in life is in San, uh, San Pedro Pier. 
Nice. Best nice. churro. <laughs> I've gone everywhere for churros, and that's the best churro. And she hasn't had it yet, so I'm guessing that's where you're going to drive me next. That's where I'm going next, today. All right. <laughs> all right, Clem, let's go grab some churros, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, what's going on, guys? I hope you enjoyed that episode where we hacked the experience tourist guide to Los Angeles with Clem Lafritas from slayandshine.com. All right, so let's get to our hack this week, and that is for tourists coming to Los Angeles, just some general advice. This is pretty practical advice, and that is a mistake we see people make over and over again is they try to do famous things in Los Angeles that are far apart. So what you want to do if you're visiting Los Angeles or if you live in Los Angeles and you have someone visiting you is you want to break it down into days. So let's say you're here for four or five days. You want to spend each day in a general area. For example, if they want to go see Hollywood or you want to go see Hollywood, you want to do other things in that general area. So go see the day you go to Hollywood. You want to check out North Hollywood. You want to check out the Griffith Park Observatory, maybe Universal Studios. But the idea is to keep it all over there. And, you know, if you want to go downtown, you want to do that all in one day because there's so much to do over there. Um, same thing with the beaches. If you want to go to the beach, then do all that in one day. You could hit up Redondo Beach, Hermosa Beach, Manhattan Beach. They're all right next to each other. and You don't have to spend a lot of time in traffic. And also, if you wanted to go to Santa Monica, you could check out Marina Del Rey, Venice Beach, Abbott Kinney. You could do all that stuff in one day. So general idea is just make sure that you don't see things in one day that are too spread out you want to you want to break it down by day and break it down by area and then you're guaranteed to have a good time here in Los Angeles because there's so much to do and a lot of it's so spread out that you don't want to spend your entire trip in traffic all right guys that's our hack for this week and as always if you want more of LA's best hacks you can download our free ebook it's 10hacks.lifehacksla.com all right we'll talk to you next week bye